This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. I love these guys. You got to check them out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Opie14. Use the code Opie14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. This episode also sponsored by Mac Weldon. Really nice styles. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Opie. Enter the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. Time to sit in my car for the next hour and a half. It's alternate side of the street parking day. Yay for me. Uh, yo, uh, Chalupa Whale, you are first on the YouTube. Jennifer first, you are first on the Facebook. How are you, Jennifer? Jorge. What's up, Jorge? Aaron Gosser and, of course, Glenn all the regulars, uh, Brian Bernard. What's up, Brian? Itchy nose, been sneezing. Every time you sneeze, you're worried you might have the Rona. I don't, thank God. Uh, live from the truck. Yeah, Ted Palawada. What's up, Chloe? Louis Shans, who just celebrated a birthday, and I learned today that Louis lives in Phoenix, Arizona. Holy shit, Rachel. Your daughter's sweet 16 today. Oh, my God. Alternate side with Obra Marathi. That's right. Yeah, alternate side. Julie knows. Ugh. It's the biggest waste of time. It's so stupid. Uh, sorry, but I'm listening to E Rock getting drunk right now. All right. I, like I, I mean, I've been saying this a lot lately, but it's nice to know that people listen to Opie and Anthony every day still, even though the show's been off the air. Man, I don't know. Like eight and a half years, I think. But me and Anthony, we don't get paid uh, when you listen to old Opie and Anthony stuff. So, I mean, I guess it's nice, but it's kind of annoying. You got fans that uh, make money off the Opie and Anthony material and not the guys that actually did the material. That's not fair whatsoever. Uh, Free college and parking for all. Free college and parking for all. Hallelujah. I'm all for getting rid of uh, the student debt uh, thing. I'm all for it because these universities and colleges have taken advantage of uh, the youth of America for way too long. These poor kids I hit and I went to a SUNY school, but I still owed like, oh my God, I owed something like $20,000 and they were throwing interest on it. And, and I was working in Buffalo. I was making less than $12,000 a year. I'm like, how am I ever going to pay this back? And that was one of the big bills I got rid of when I hit in radio. But it's a sin what we're doing to the uh, the kids in America with the, with the college course. Because, you know, you get all the pressure that you got to go to a good college to get a good job and a good career going. And then you leave after four years and you realize, oh, my God, I'm in debt for the next sometimes like 20 years trying to pay that shit back. So so after universities, after colleges. And then you could say, well, hope, you know, you don't have to go to college. I tell my own kids, I don't believe that everyone should go to college. People my age, uh, the pressure was on as soon as you hit like junior high school that you had to do well in school because you had to get into a good college so you could get a good career. 
we were sold some BS and so many people got into some crazy ass debt because of their college. I mean, where are my older uh, people at? I think, I think college is a minimum of four years, a minimum of like $200,000. So why not take that $200,000? And if you got a responsible kid, go, Hey, we'll start a fucking business. We'll get a loan. This would have been the money we would have spent on your college, uh, college years and start a little business for your, for your kids. I think you'd be better off in most cases. Don't you? Opie's feeling pretty good. Fala la la la. I am feeling good, but I don't think, I don't think it feels like Christmas at all, man. man. We're doing everything right. We were playing the Christmas music last night. We were decorating our tree, uh, setting up other decorations around the house. We're going to make Christmas cookies. Packages are coming in left and right. Cause uh, no one. Go Why would you go to a mall? Get out of here! I I'm not a fan of Jeff Bezos, but but I do bow to him for making it so much easier for all of us, where we don't have to be stuck trying to find a parking space at a dumb mall somewhere. Parking space. Sometimes you can't even get off the highway to get to the mall. The old days before uh, online shopping, and it's funny. The guys in my building that work in my building, building tips. Oh my God, I forgot. I got to get my building tips together. Maybe that's why it doesn't feel like Christmas because everyone has their hand out. It's so uncomfortable because in my building, my wife said we got we to gotta give tips to close to 40 people in my building. 40 people. 40 people in my building are expecting a Christmas tip. Do the math. If you're on the cheap side, giving 20 bucks a person, and that would be incredibly cheap, that's $800 you're just throwing away. And the people in my building, in general, uh, there's a lot of cool people that work for the building. But these guys and gals, right around mid-November, they start saying hi a lot more. Hi, Mr. Hughes. I hope you're having a good day, Mr. Hughes. How are you feeling, Mr. Hughes? And you're like, oh, that means Christmas tips are right around the corner. They're buttering us up. I know. I'm not stupid. Oh, Christmas tips. I just got depressed. And then like, there's like a website for the area and some asshole fucking lady, these hoity-toity bitches, some would call them Karens. She basically said on a, um, a website uh, for the neighborhood that you should be giving $100 to every single person that works in your building where you live one hundred dollars a person in my case that would be four thousand dollars four thousand dollars cash by the way there's a few people that we really like in our building and we'll take care of them and then the rest it's like why why am i giving you money why isn't this your job i got a job no one's giving me christmas fucking tips it's so fucking weird man and then it's funny because they're unionized, right? And and one of the reasons why our maintenance charges are so high, uh, for me, $5,500 a month that I don't get back. Thus then why I'm sitting in my goddamn car. I'm trying to save money wherever I can. Um, one of the reasons why the maintenance charges are so high is because they're unionized. So they're making crazy ass money. It's a, it's a very healthy living. And then on top of that, 
They expect their Christmas tips. And if you don't give them their Christmas tips, oh boy, the next year is going to be uncomfortable. Can you imagine if you were like, uh, did something heartwarming and, and maybe baked Christmas cookies and had a nice little plate of uh, homemade Christmas cookies for everybody that worked at your building with a nice little card? They would spit at you. Please do the cookies. Again, F, F them if they didn't say thank you last year. Chloe remembers. Yeah, then it's expected. And most of the people will not say thank you because it's expected that you do this. It's infuriating. <laughs> Facebook user. What's your name, brother? Give them a, a can of popcorn. Dude, I swear to you, I've been doing this a very, very long time. And there are certain stories and days I remember like the back of my hand. And... This one was on the podcast, actually, when Stuttering John came in with Jackie the Joke Man, and they told the story of Howard Stern, who was making millions at the time. Millions. The guys that worked for him and did really, really good radio for him, like Jackie and Stuttering John and others, they made pennies compared to Howard. And then Howard, for Christmas, gave them all a tin of popcorn. It's one of my favorite things I've ever heard. One of my favorite stories of all fucking time. And the fact that they couldn't believe they were getting a tin of popcorn for Christmas, knowing how much money the guy makes and knowing what they did to make that show so popular. And then they're digging through the popcorn, trying to find the check that they thought had to be buried in the popcorn. Oh, Facebook user, thank you for the memory. Nero Wynn, you're saving $800 a month on parking. A couple of months of that is is tips for the building people. Or, or it's other bills I could be paying Nero. Don't take their side. What I don't like about it is they put a lot of pressure on the on the residents. A lot. They actually hand out worksheets. It's like a pamphlet with all the pictures of the people that work in the building, what their job is. It's fully expected. That's what I don't like about it. I'm the type of guy I absolutely would tip people, but I hate the fact that we're being pressured into it. And it's not a good deed anymore. It's just completely expected by everybody. And everyone in the building, they just bitch. And then they have a giant box. As soon as you walk into our building for the Christmas, it basically says Christmas tips with a slot. It's all set up like yeah, you better do this. That's what I don't like about it. If you don't want to tip people, move to one of the other boroughs. Oh, Nero Win, why are you doing this? Why do you have to be that guy? You're not even listening. I hate people that don't listen, and I hate people that don't think. I put a, a video on my Instagram, and then this guy writes, so explain to me why you voted for Biden. And I'm like, will you pay attention? There's there's a bunch of things I say over and over and over again, and, and people that are fans of what I do, it drives them nuts. And then you get people that don't think or don't listen. Once again, I did not vote for Biden. Once again, I did not vote for Trump. Once again, I'm not a fan of Biden. Once again, I'm not a fan of Trump. Just because you throw something up on your social media, they completely assume that you're taking shots at Trump or something. And the whole video, it's, it, it was an older one from when I was doing live streams at the beach talking about how in America, uh, it's a complete waste of time now to try to discuss or debate or argue politics because neither side wants to listen to the other side. And I don't think it's productive at all. If the other side doesn't agree with you, that you call them all sorts of dumb names. Like it's that that's not getting anything done.
So I posted uh, the time I, I said, you know, you, you, you say a point or two and then they call you a snowflake and a libtard and all that nonsense. And I basically said it's a complete waste of time, the name calling. It, it makes me not want to discuss the politics at all. Why, why would you? Why would you discuss them if you know the other person's just waiting for you to, to stop yapping so they can start their own yapping right back at you? It's just the name calling is just the dumbest thing. Just because you don't agree with me politically doesn't mean I'm stupid or uneducated and vice versa. We just don't agree. So maybe we should try to start finding some common ground and maybe we could get some things done. Maybe there's no longer any moderates. No, it's all or nothing, right? It's all or nothing. You think like I do or go F yourself. Go F yourself. Go F your grandma. Go F your entire family. Where were we? We were talking about Christmas tips. And then you got to buy like cards because it's not good enough to just put it in an envelope with their name on it, even though we all know that's what they want. So now I'm, now I'm filling out Christmas cards, generic Christmas cards, and you don't want to piss people off. So the card is like, I don't know, just snowflakes with trees to keep it all safe for everybody. And then next thing you know, you're writing their name. Half these names you can't even pronounce. And then you write uh, happy holidays signed because you want credit for giving up uh, all your money. It's insanity. Snowflakes and trees. That's right. You can't even say snowflakes anymore. <laughs> You're writing, Todd. <laughs> Remember when you could say snowflake and it, and it was just a nice thing? Oh, look at the snowflakes. Who are you calling snowflakes? Actually, so, you know, you're getting hit over the head. I'm like, I'm talking about the, the, the stuff falling from the sky, you lunatic. Graham Crawford the fourth. I like reading the comments that are really long because uh, some effort has been put behind it. So I'm reading this cold. Let's see what Graham Crawford the fourth down there in Georgia has to say. People don't get paid a living wage and expect others to make up the slack. Reminds me of when these multi-billion dollar companies ask for charity donations at checkout. They're a billion dollar company. They should... They should donate. Oh, God, you're 100% right. Well, my building's unionized, too, so they, they got really nice jobs. They got decent, decent jobs. Yeah, I hate that. I, I was at Best Buy the other day. It took me like 10 minutes to check out. I'm like, I, and I went to the lady. I go, I remember the days where you could just, like, you know, pay for your stuff and get out of here? They're trying to make you sign up for a card. And do you want to donate this? Do you want to round up your change? I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to pay for this and get out of here. Is that okay with you? And then they look at me all annoyed. Phone number. I'm like, yeah, no, no. Well, then I, I don't know how to ring you up, they say. What are you talking about? You don't know how to ring me up. I'm like, I, and then I have to go, my number is private. And then they go email. I'm like, if I'm not giving you the phone number, why would you? Why would I give you my email? And then they get annoyed, like you're insulting them. I'm like, look, the reason I don't give you your uh, give you the phone number or the email is because my tiny little, it's this big. This is my mailbox in the building. I have two of them because of this. It's this big. You shove it with all your dumb flyers and garbage. And then I remember, I forgot what store I was in, and they go, oh, we don't do that. We don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. And then for whatever reason, I gave him the phone number. I don't even remember. I think because I just wanted out of there and, and they just wear you down. Next thing you know, my mailbox was filled with all their shit. So I just throw it on the floor in the mailroom in my building. It bothers people, but I'm like, look, I, I, 
this is all junk mail. Stop putting it in my mailbox. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to find. And then they have a little slot. It's like this big where you could, sh you could shove all your junk mail into it, but it's always filled because everybody else is doing the same thing. So I just leave it on the floor. I'm like, you, you do something with this. I'm done with this crap. I love animals, but no, I don't want to save a pet today. I, I just, I just want to pay for my goddamn candy canes. Is that okay, CVS? Would you like to save a pet today? They then they give you guilt because then you're like, if you say no to that, you're like, oh my god, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I don't want to save a pet. <laughs> oh, it's life has become so weird. Daniel, oh, this parking thing seems exhausting to have to do all the time. Um, it kind of sucked until I decided, you know what, I could uh, live stream the whole thing and talk to some people that I sort of know and uh, just rant and rave. And it kind of makes it fun and it makes it a little different than what other people are doing with their podcasts. So I don't mind it. I I'm dreading when the first snowstorm hits New York, although it's 60 degrees today in New York City. That's normal. A week before Christmas, it's 60 degrees. That's normal, right? But there's no global warming or climate change, right? Torno tornadoes uh, on the ground for what? Over 100 miles? That's normal, right? Of course it is. I'll shut up now. Um, but the first snowfall in New York, when, they, when, when the snow buries these cars, it happens. We all know that. And then the city, they will give you like a day. They're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's two feet of snow. Okay, we're not going to give you tickets because of alternate side of the street parking. We're going to let it go for a day. And then you'll see the people out here with their crappy snow shovels trying to dig their cars out so they don't get a $200 ticket from the city because everyone is still buried from the blizzard. Wow, I've already been in the car 45 minutes and not a sign of uh, the street sweeper. That's the other thing. And and I didn't see the uh, the meter maids. Holy shit, where have you been, Benjamin Tucker? Throwing a quick $20 at me. Happy holidays to you, Benjamin Tucker. Wait, Benjamin Tucker, uh, did your holiday pass? Tucker. Tucker could go either way, right? Tucker's a little sneaky. That last name's a little sneaky. Where are my Jewish friends? This time of year, they're just going to a lot of movies. Their holiday already passed because they decided to have Hanukkah uh, right after Thanksgiving, which was just silly. Cause now what are you going to do while we're all running around trying to get our shopping done? Jews celebrate Christmas too. Do they? And relax. I got Jews in my family. I got, uh, I got a few, uh, well, I got, uh, how many actually I got, I got a nephew and niece that, uh, that are half Jewish. So they, uh, you know, they do the, uh, double holiday thing, but I mean, Christmas for me stopped being a religious holiday a long time ago. A long time ago. That's why I don't know why people get so mad because it's hard to connect Christmas to an actual religious thing at this point. Oh, I know we go to midnight mass for an hour and then we think we did it and we're good for a year. Okay, let's talk about HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. I just ordered another box for my family. You got to know what this is about by now, right? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. They make sure all their stuff is fresh. They do not skimp on quality. Plus, skip trips to the grocery store and avoid the long holiday lines. The recipes are very easy to follow. You can get uh, dinner on the table in like 30 minutes or less. I actually ordered the balsamic and fig beef tenderloin. And I also got the pecan crusted salmon. We're going to make that for the holidays. They also got cozy comfort food choices like chicken sausage and sweet potato soup for a cold winter night. And this is why you should really check out HelloFresh. Besides all of the above, save on average over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. Look, once again, I love HelloFresh. They started out as a sponsor and now I'm a customer. Simple as that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com. Dot com slash op14 use code op14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts that's why hellofresh is america's number one meal kit uh jay moore i haven't talked to jay moore in um man i don't know 10 years maybe you know people you know people move on with their lives right i guess when you're in the public eye everyone just wants you to stay exactly the same but just like your life you know you got people that come and go and and your friends with or what for whatever reason and then next thing you know you know you move on and you got new friends and stuff but when you're in the public eye and when you were part of a massive radio show everybody just wants everything to stay exactly how it was when they were enjoying the radio show but uh, the fact is i didn't have a lot in common with jay moore i liked him i liked when he came on and did radio we didn't really hang out a lot outside the show. I mean, every once in a while, I would go see his stand-up, and we would laugh like idiots in the green room, stuff like that. But I hate to break it to you, but a lot of these guys that you heard on the radio show, we, we weren't actually friends friends with. I mean, I guess we gave that, a, uh, that illusion because they were regulars on the radio show. But when the radio show was done, there were a lot of people I would rather hang out with that had nothing to do with the uh the opie and anthony world nameless faceless people that for the most part aren't even really worth bringing up on the live stream because you would know nothing about them every once in a while i bring up a story because it's it's worth bringing to the uh the table but look at this idiot dan yeah things yeah because things have been so good since on a ended it, it's been great for me Maybe not so great for you because your your radio show went away, but my life got way better after Opie and Anthony. Way better. I could I could easily say that. Way better. Then there was a couple bumps in the road when two guys that I really, really loved, uh, not in that way, relaxed, but I loved them like brothers. And they reminded me why I got into radio in the first place, and they made it fun again for me. You know, both of those guys died. But besides that, my life is way better since the uh, the Opie and Anthony uh, thing ended. See, the weird thing is, Dan, you're not in my you're not in my life. You're not in my life. You're not in my day to day life. I, I bet you don't know much about me. You only know what I offer up to you when I was doing the radio show. But I hate to tell you this, but I have a whole life, a, a majority of my life you'll never know about. I know that's hard for you to believe, but that's how it that's how it works. 
I'll turn this live stream on on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, I, I do this maybe four or five times a week, talk for an hour. And then guess what? Then I turn this off and I have a whole life that you don't know anything about. Nothing. I barely talk about my kids. I talk about them in very broad strokes. Talk about my wife in very broad strokes. I hang out with people and my friends that you'll never meet. You'll never know about. So, yes, my life has gotten way better since uh, the Opie and Anthony show ended. I realized that I stayed in a situation that I wasn't happy about for a very, very long time because I was being driven by uh, more ego than true self, if you really need to know, because I had to uh, really work on myself after the show ended. And you, you realize that fame and money chasing that is just a bunch of horse shit in the end. We all want money, of course. But to what extent? is the question now if i ever hit again i will be uh <laughs> broad strokes brandon hollinger just writes brandon hollinger just writes broad strokes with a with a laughing emoji <laughs> josh 106 you could easily have made up with jim and aunt and i reckon you all going to compound would have been best for you all uh, no that would have fucking really sucked god josh this is crazy what do you guys you guys don't understand anything, do you? Jim and Anthony should have uh, worked together many, many years ago. There's, it's really strange that they don't to this day. I guess I guess Ann helps with that stupid, ridiculous uh, cartoon crap that Jimmy does. But but I'm talking about a real traditional radio show. Uh, if they were so great together, why aren't they doing it? That's weird to me. And why would it have been good to for me to go over there, Josh? Oh, my God, I can't do this. Nothing good would have came of that. I get it. We had a very, very popular, successful radio show that made a lot of people happy. I understand that. But the fact is, like, it's over, Johnny. It was over way before Anthony blew himself up. In the end, uh, Anthony ended the Opie and Anthony uh, era, not me. And it was over before he blew himself up, my, my, my friend. And I understand you want everything to go back to how it was because you remember all the good times. I get it. But like I said earlier, uh, people change. People move on. People grow. That's why it, it always uh, sucks when your favorite band puts out new music after a while. You're like, oh, my God, just play the hits. Why am I at this concert listening to their new album? It stinks. Uh, Josh, all right, I'll end with you, Josh. Uh, you all worked well. You all separating apart didn't work, and you know that. None of you work well by yourselves, but together you all worked great. Okay, so what does that mean? I'm not allowed to move on with my life? I, I know what I'm doing now it, uh, has success. It doesn't have Opie and Anthony's success, but what it has is my own happiness. Who cares, Josh? I don't need to... Have a giant radio show for the rest of my life with guys I don't like and guys that didn't like me for a, a big part of that run. Why would I do that? I was brought up poor. So in the end, if I have no money and that, there's definitely a, a possibility that that could happen, I, I know how to live. I know how to live that way as well. Uh, highly disagree. Norton never worked with ONA for my taste. I, you know, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Jimmy's Jimmy's very, very talented, but it was a lot of work. 
The holiday season is here, and with it comes the yearly questions of what do I wear to non-ugly sweater parties? And how do I maximize my time savoring holiday moments and minimize my time shopping for gifts? Fear not, weary holiday wanderer. Mac Weldon has all the answers, whether it's an office party, a party with family and friends, or just a holiday party for you, meaning all by your lonesome. Mac Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable throughout the season, and their innovative daily wear system has taken the hard work out of outfit planning with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you any extra holiday stress. I suggest you check them out for yourself. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Opie. Enter the promo code O-P-O-P-I-E. Look, we're talking top-notch tops, best-selling bottoms, and underwear and accessories that will please even the scroogiest guys on your list. With Mac Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. I love their sweatshirts and sweatpants. Really, really soft. And if it's not soft, I don't want anything to do with it. So Mac Weldon passed the test. Absolutely. They got gift sets that you got to check out for yourself. This holiday season, every guy deserves to wear unforgettable clothes that he loves for the moments with loved ones that he'll never forget. That's why Mac Weldon is always on the holiday list for giving and getting. At the very least, go to their website, check it out for yourself. And if you like what you see, you're going to get 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. MacWeldon.com slash Opie. Enter the promo code Opie, O-P-I-E. That's MacWeldon.com slash Opie. Promo code Opie for 20% off. MacWeldon, get it right this holiday season. Aaron Lee, listening to Opie ran in his car for an hour is better than anything anyone else is doing. I would say so. I flip around the radio dial. I've checked out podcasts. No one's really doing anything that special and different out there. <laughs> Look at this idiot. Why was it over before Ant got fired? Because Jim and Ant were having fun without you and Ant didn't visit your house. It's, there's way more to it than that, you lunatic. How I how I judge whether something was working or not was I was the one that had to go and deal with the bosses on a regular basis. And I was the one that knew that we were losing the uh, audience share dramatically. If you want the real answer, you dummy. And then Anthony ranting and raving about blacks and guns every day and kind of split our audience, you idiot. There's a real answer, you dummy. And they thought they knew better. So, that you know, they were pushing me out more and more. And in the end, they didn't know better. They didn't know better. Reformed, you dummy. I like to deal with real facts, real shit. The bosses told me that the show was over before Anthony got let go. That we were losing a lot of uh, a, a lot of our audience share. A lot. It wasn't the same. If you like those two together, God bless you. And I have no problem with that. But I do find it weird they never, ever work together again on a real, actual radio show. You know, they do this and that here and there, but they never committed to each other. I wonder why that is. Can I take Joe Rogan in a fight? He would rip my head off. What are you, nuts? Joe Rogan's an animal. What comedians do I enjoy? Oh, Josh is back. All right. As long as you're away from that other garbage. I hate talking about that garbage. I don't really like 
watching stand-up these days. I really don't. But with that said, I still enjoy Jim Jeffries a lot. I actually watched his Netflix special. It was the first time I watched uh, a stand-up special in a while, and it was really, really funny. I know a lot of people have turned their back on Jim Jeffries because of his political leanings. I never cared about that. I like the comedians that were just simply funny, even if they were taking shots at my side. I didn't care. But in this day and age, people really, really care. Even if they know what they're watching or hearing is really, really funny, they get really mad because they, they feel like the guy's taking shots at, uh, at their side, which is so strange to me. I don't know when that started. I think it started a lot uh, longer ago than I first realized. But the divide is definitely a lot wider these days. I mean, if a guy's funny, a guy's funny. I, I always thought. I never liked Sarah Silverman. I miss old Sarah Silverman before she became uh, an activist. I never, I never really liked her comedy. Who else do I like? I liked uh, Dave Chappelle's special. I thought that was really good. I like the I like the guys that make you think about shit and make it funny at the same time. I'm a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan of jokey joke comedians anymore. Although Brian Reagan, forget it. Every 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 time, every time I've seen him, he's just ridiculously funny. So he's the exception to the rule. But everyone else just doing jokey jokes. I'm not a fan. Bill Burr, haven't heard his shit in a while. Haven't heard his podcast in a while for no good reason. But yeah, Bill has always uh, been damn good. David tells always damn good, but in general, I just don't, I just don't search out uh, the standups uh, these days. I'm distracted because I just feel like this street sweepers coming any moment. Josh, you know what? You're not. I mean, you're not wrong to ask the ONA stuff, and I apologize. But where I sit, I I get bombarded by it all the time. So you know. Maybe I come in a little hot. You don't know. And I and actually, I really appreciate people like you that are are and were hardcore fans. So I do apologize to you. But I I mean, this audience, I, I, I don't remember really seeing you. So you seem pretty new. But uh, the people I talk to these days on a regular basis, even, you know, they're rolling their eyes because they they know I get the same questions over and over again. And I've answered uh I've answered a lot of stuff. I mean, there's definitely a lot more I can answer, and I probably will pepper it in here and there. So I apologize to you. My whole goal is just to keep moving forward and try to remember the past fondly. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. But I really, really like what I do now. I like turning on a live stream and just fucking around. I love it. I love the fact there's no pressure. I love the fact there's no one telling me you know, what's working and what's not. And then you're trying to have fun. And then you're in the room with somebody that's in a bad mood. And certainly I was in a bad mood too. So I'll add that to that. I I don't miss any of that shit at all. Would I like to be making a little more money? Would I like to be uh, talking to a few more people? Yeah. But in general, I'm really, really happy with how uh, my career is going. And certainly my, uh, my private life is going. Uh, but you write, what do you write here? I like you, Hope. So if you don't want to discuss ONA, that's all good then. Got to move on with, with time, I suppose. Right on. I, I mean, it's not that I don't want to. But when you have to answer the same stuff over and over again, it gets really annoying. But I can't blame you for that, right? Of course not. Because you're hearing it for the first time. I get it. I get how this works. 
Alex Cab, if Ronnie invited you on the show, would you go on? I love all y'all. Uh, yeah, I would go on Ronnie's show tomorrow. I say no to most shows. I know uh, Luis Gomez invited me on uh, Skanks recently, and I didn't even write him back. <laughs> I didn't even write him back. I don't, I don't even know why, but, but I do find it funny that I didn't even write him back. So... <laughs> Because I, I don't really trust him. Because he's a, he's, a, he's a good ringmaster. He wanted me to do his podcast at, uh, where were they? The Stand or something a couple Mondays ago, I think. Maybe longer than that. And I'm like, I, I want to write back. I would do it, but I just don't trust you. And that's actually a compliment to Luis Gomez. DL, keep burning those bridges. I will, DL. I will. But let's not talk about all the relationships I do have right there, DL. Doing my own thing. I always did my own thing. I always marched to a, a, a what is it, a different beat. That's been my entire life, and I will continue doing that, DL. I'm nothing against uh, Luis Gomez, but I also don't have a desire to just, you know, do his podcast or hang out with him. Is that okay with you, sir? Is that all right? <laughs> Jennifer first. Thank you. Luis Gomez was a bridge. Thank you. He was cool though. I had him on the podcast once. I, I remember I went down to La Cubana and I was with Carl. This was near the end of his life. He would only be with us another couple months after this incident. And he's like, what are you doing? So I think we podcasted down there. Carl was kind of hungover. Did another great podcast. He never gave me a bad one. This Carl was. And he's like, what are you doing now? And he was busy trying to get the restaurant going for the day. He had orders to worry about and specials and all all the stuff that goes with running a restaurant. I go, oh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna walk over to the, the east side. I'm gonna uh, meet with Lewis because there was a time I was kind of interested in his operation and this and that. And I was also thinking I was gonna podcast with him a little bit. This is how great Carl was. Carl's didn't Carl didn't trust him either. And Carl goes, wait a moment. And he runs upstairs and gets his jacket and his cigarettes or whatever the hell he had to get. And he goes, come on. I'm like, what? You going with me? He goes, absolutely. <laughs> he just knew. He knew. That's a real friend right there. And, and to Luis Gomez's credit, we went over there, had a great time. He showed me the whole operation. You know, they really, really work hard over there. And uh, we went in the back and we podcasted for like, I don't know, you guys remember, maybe like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And it was, it was awesome. Everything was great. But that was the type of guy Carl was. When I said, I'm going to go see Luis Gomez, he's like, wait one moment and grabbed his stuff and said, come on, let's go. God, you don't, you don't have a lot of people like that in your life. If you have someone like that in your life, fucking embrace that person embrace them and make sure they don't go anywhere because that's a real dude carl was one of a kind man one of a fucking kind because carl was street he's like something about it he didn't trust and he's like and he didn't want to go anywhere he was so tired and hung over and then i was playing that spectrum shit with him on the streets and he's like come on don't do this to me today <laughs> and then we took a cab all the way back to la cubana and I remember it was like close to 100 degrees. I think it was, yeah, Carl left us in September. So this was about, I want to say like 
mid late July, if I had to guess, something like that. You missed the cubes. We all missed the cubes. Rest in peace, cubes. Love you, miss you, brother. Isn't this amazing? You guys just sat with me for an hour and 15 minutes. No sign of a street sweeper. So in the end, why did I have to sit in my car for an hour and a half? Why? So the meter maids could catch us not sitting in our cars and then give us tickets. And I want to leave now, but I don't trust any of this crap. Quit saying no to podcast. Why? I was talking to my wife about this. All right. God, I, I want to go for real, but this is why I say no to podcasts. Because when you do a podcast... And then you go on someone else's podcast, unless it's a much bigger podcast. And I'm not going to lie to you. For the most part, I don't get those offers. It's honest time. I try to be very honest with you guys. And I think for the most part, I, I'm very honest. But going on someone else's podcast, I would rather just whatever I'm going to talk about on their podcast, I'd rather talk about on my podcast. And everyone at this point is dreading it. I think that's one reason why I don't ask people to do my podcast anymore, because they, all the people I used to have on my podcast do their own podcast. It's almost like asking someone to do your podcast is like asking someone to help you move. That's how I look at it. Every once in a while, you need to call your friends and go, could you help me move? I got to be out by Saturday. And you feel guilty because you know they don't want to help you move, but they're your friends. And you know, somewhere down the line, you'll do the exact same thing for them. That's what podcasts have become. People don't want to be doing other people's podcasts. They just don't want to be doing that. They want to just do their podcast and put out their content. Well, that's the other reason. Yes, Lloyd. They would just ask you ONA questions. I've been able to keep the ONA crap down to a, a minimum. And even with that, it seems like a lot to me. So, uh, but that's another reason. Yes, 100%. No, I, I just don't want to do it. I don't. It, it wouldn't. I would answer anything that's thrown at me. I just don't want to do it. I guess at this point, I don't feel really uncomfortable about things. There might have been a time I did, but I've tackled a lot of uh, a lot of tough questions in the last couple of years. So I just don't want to do it. I want to honestly. I want to be talking to people that no one else is talking to. That's that's my ultimate goal. So that means talking to the goddamn postman. <laughs> I mean. Because I I see these guys. There's nothing special about it. They all they all go on each other's podcasts, and it all just starts sounding like the same. And uh, and that's it. You know uh, all the plugs. And if you gave me a few bucks, like that Benjamin Tucker, thank you very very much. I really really appreciate it. Helps keep me motivated. When I when I make some pocket money like this, it's like I, I can't wait to turn this on again. That's just a fact. And if you're a subscriber to the OP Radio podcast, that's just as important. If not, actually, that's more important. That's more important because the more downloads I get, the more people subscribing to the podcast, that means that we can charge more for those live reads I do. And so that's really important. So if you're subscribed, thank you, thank you, thank you. Rachel, happy birthday to your daughter, sweet 16. I can't even imagine. My kids are starting to get old and I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine what you're going through having a 16-year-old. Oh, my God. No. Slow down. Oh, you took a look, did you? You took a look, did you? I'm still in my car. I told you. There's 10 minutes left. See, I, I don't give a shit. I'm amazed I didn't fucking lose my teeth. I'm really amazed.
fucking meter maid walked by and he leans in to see if I'm in my car. There's nine minutes left. In nine minutes, I can leave my car and don't have to worry about this crap for another week. No sweepers coming through. And this meter maid is still walking up and down the streets, hoping that someone left their car early to give him a ticket. So I gave him the business. I hate those people. I hate them. When I'm on my electric, when I'm on my electric scooter, and they're writing uh, out tickets, and they don't even have to write the tickets anymore because they know that people get really, really mad. So the city has made it really easy where they use the barcode shit, and they just barcode your window, and the ticket comes out in seconds. These guys barely have to do anything because they know if they spend too much time in front of your windshield, you could be around the corner, and now you're going to yell and scream about the ticket they're writing for you. So every time I see these guys writing a ticket, I yell, bad career choice. And I go, you should have listened more in school. I do not give them a break at all. You saw, kind of. That guy leaned in to see if I was still in my car. With only like less than 10 minutes before we can leave our cars. That's just bad pool, as we used to say. All right. Yeah, right on, man. I'm putting you on the big screen, Michael W. Burgeon Jr. Yeah, man, it's hard enough to live in the city without these people just constantly trying to make your day even worse. I understand, like, look, in the end, it's a job. And in the end, I get it. It's a bit of a revenue stream for the city. And I understand if it's 9 o'clock, you're going up and down the street, making sure people are in their cars so they can move for the street sweeper. But when there's less than 10 minutes left and it's pretty obvious the street sweeper ain't coming, why are you still walking up uh, up and down the streets uh, to make someone's life miserable for that day? Why? At that point, it's ridiculous. With that, I'm out of here. Goodbye. Goodbye.